0: All right, welcome to the Mark and Jerry BS Sessions, and Jerry, we have a guest, and they can see
1: who Yeah, we got a fucking legend, dude. Fucking Ralph Fierro, man. Fucking the greatest. Hell oh, yeah, man.
2: <laughs>
1: man. <laughs> man, how's it going, man? This is fucking a pleasure, dude. I'm telling you, man. Thank
0: you very much
2: for coming. Thanks. Nice. At least you you appreciate me being here. <laughs>
0: I always appreciate you, man. You taught me a lesson on that balance episode, not to be a dick. Oh
1: dude, that was that was brutally fucking
0: awesome. Man. I gotta go listen to it again. I don't remember what lesson I taught you. Uh, you, you told me not to care what, what if people get butthurt that I like uh that they hate Sammy
2: Hagar. Yeah, I don't know if you like Sammy Hagar or not, but I know, I know deep down inside, Mark, you are like. I like Sammy, I like Sammy, listen to me. <laughs> oh, look at me, I like Sammy. But I also like Dave, but I like Sammy, I like Dave. I like really, really That is true, man. That is well, I f- like that.
0: I feel like I need to tell people I like Dave also because they, they get pissed off that I like Sammy. So saying, but I like Dave too. You know. Dude, it's fuck like you know. fuck 'em.
1: That's not even, it's not even close, man. <laughs> Fucking Roth rules, Sammy. Blech.
2: Well, I tend to think that as well.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I like t- maybe. I, I like maybe two Van Hagar songs that I like. That's about it. I you mean, have oh,
2: My condolence. i
1: is- uh, sorry, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Roth is fucking Van Halen. Period. End of story. Yeah, everybody man. knows that though, so we don't need to get into. Hey, that.
0: I agree with you. It is Van Halen <laughs> with Roth. It isn't Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. But I enjoyed it, so yeah, I'm, I up with, I'm Mark, a pussy. I, yeah, I Mark, have a vagina.
2: Mark <laughs> is a Mark, Mark is a big fan of downgrades. <laughs> What's the other downgrade I like? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know, man. I don't care, dude. Whatever you like, it's legitimate, dude. I know. I don't. Care, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm
1: one I, cool. The one thing I love about Mark is, man, he can fucking take a beating, man. But he'll, he'll, he'll stand his fucking ground and not change anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love my <the> lecture. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It's like um, I saw your video on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Your uh, new the news that matters, which is on the Almost Human channel on YouTube. And you're the YouTube god. You know that, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, I could only hope to get a hundred subscribers and you got
2: so hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how actually I came across you. It was almost human 56 page, man. Fucking okay.
2: And I just want to say anybody that doesn't know me out there and, and you're thinking, Oh man, look at the ego on that guy. Dude, look, I have a flaw. I suck at modesty.
0: <laughs> it's well-earned man. I'm telling you, man. So and so uh, you said you were gonna
2: la- you're gonna lather the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so. oh, you know what, you know what? After I said that, all right, here's the deal. I made the almost new, the almost news. What is it? What is it, Martin? The news that, that matters. matters. The only news that matters. Yeah, the only news that matters. I, I made it yesterday, and I ended up deleting it and redoing it because. All right, I'll I'll, say, I'll tell you why I did I redid it, but yesterday. When I saw Jesus Priest was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I was sad. But then I got very happy because it said, oh, they weren't in, uh, they weren't inducted in the performance. They were inducted as like, I don't know, whatever. Like the, the, side, like the okay, Sidemen thing, that. they put the East yeah, Street Band
0: in, you know.
2: Uh, yeah, they put Randy Rhodes in. It's supposed <laughs> to be something that's reserved for people that were in bands, but they you know, did something else and they put them in there. But either way, I thought yesterday that Judas Priest is not going to perform. And I got so, I was, I was loving rock and roll. I was like, thank you. Because that will guarantee piss off all the fucking knob jockeys out there that every goddamn year gets pissed off at the rock and roll thing. Yeah. Well, let my band and look. Bottom line is rock and roll. I, I I'm guilty too. I used to fucking ah rock and roll fame, but uh, now it's gotten to the point where no, they're not the problem. The problem is the fuckers that 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 get mad, give them attention every fucking year. So me thinking yesterday that Jesus Priest wasn't going to perform was going to piss off these knob jockeys. That are oh because I saw everybody was like yay. Cheating Spice is in. And then when they don't perform, they're like, oh, and I was hoping. But then I saw Rob Hoffer today saying, oh, yeah, we're going to bring the metal to the stage. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so all you knob jockeys, you win this time. You win this time. <laughs> but you know what? All those fucking dickweeds, dill pickles. Let, next watch next, pickles. <laughs> next year, <laughs> they're going to be like, well, <laughs> why is it Iron Maiden? It's all a bunch of fucking dickweeds. Thank you. But I'll tell you this now. I mean, I just want to love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because why the fuck not? It's so trendy to hate on them. That's why, dude, you don't see me bashing Metallica. And I'm not a big fan of Black Album. To, I love the last one. But everything in between. I don't like bashing Nickelback. I don't like bashing all the shit that's so trendy to like. But I love shit that people... I love when I find a band that people fucking hate. Like Ghost um pantera you know all this shit so I went on a little deep dive on nickelback and I got so pissed off that I didn't like it because I wanted to like them so much <laughs> because everybody hates them I wanted to be the guy saying nickelback rules just to piss off all you trendoids that always yeah. and I'll tell you this mark and you know this is true it is not trendy now my mom's calling me uh oh well she hung up maybe it was maybe she but me. um uh, you know it's not trendy to fucking hate on it. it's hagar hagar is a little niche group me and ian and and the people in rock and metal but it's not a it's not a nickelback thing it's not a pantera thing it's not a metallica thing it's not a fucking ghost thing it's it's the 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 hagar haters is a Is not trendy, man. There's nothing trendy about Aiden Van. uh, (laughs) You know, it's just not. I mean, uh, and mainly the people that hate uh, Sammy Hagar are people that fucking love Van Halen. They love Van Halen was fuck. Were you around, Mark? Were you Were you going to shows? Did you ever see Roth with Van Halen?
0: I saw them on the the reunion. But I never saw them with Michael Anthony, so I never really saw the real band. Yeah, I'm I'm jealous of you talking about those tours you went to, and I'm like, that
2: shit shit was magic, bro. I I agree with you, man. And I mean, in my personal opinion, Sammy Hagar came, and it turned into. And I'm not saying this, you know, because I hate them so much. They really are the worst band I ever saw in my life. Correction, I saw Primacy the other night. (laughs) That <laughs> heck, oh, *Timeless* was bad, but that opening band—they were called the uh, Battles, I think. Woo! That was so bad that even Ian hated it. Oh, oh shit! Man. But um, that was, was so bad that Mark would hate it. <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> I, I went to a Lincoln Park show, and there was a group called the Prodigy, and I walked out to drink beer oh. <laughs> until they were over. That was a—that was one of the worst
2: bands I've ever seen. Was the Prodigy? Oh, and, and Lincoln Park, let me tell you, I love one Lincoln Park song. And the reason why I love it so much is because that guy that died was a great singer, man. He was. What a voice. I mean, and, and I like the song too, but you know, everything I, else I heard, unfortunately, I didn't like because, you know, a lot of people don't like Lincoln Park, and I could have been a part of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I basically just like the first two albums because the Knicks albums after that just went totally hip hop and know, pop they,
2: they sold like, out after the demos
0: <laughs> yeah they were originally supposed to be called hybrid theory <laughs> the Wasn't name that of the, the first of the record so, yeah that, that was the name of the band and they changed it to Lincoln Park I'll keep on believing I don't know that wild YT song I don't know either maybe it's in a lyric or something maybe this is a tribute to the three members that died with the spotlights with nobody there
2: I don't know, but that's a band I love.
0: Why the fuck are you wearing? Yeah. I love YNT. I put but, them on them. <laughs> but I love them. Why do you like them? I love YNT. I've loved YNT since I was a kid. I'm just pulling your nose here. <laughs> I like a lot of bands you like. I just I think it's just me and Sammy Hagar we don't agree on. But uh I agree with you, man. Roth is Van Halen, you know. I, I enjoy but the walk down I, a love lot more. Sammy too. <laughs> it's not like I get in the car and jam 5150. I get in the car and jam like fair warning.
2: <laughs> you don't want to jam 5150,
0: you'll crash. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man. And so then what's I, going on, guys? I want to ask you something since we have you here.
2: Why does Blabbermouth love Ted Duchin? Oh, uh, it's very, uh, I have a very simple explanation. Blabbermouth are geniuses. They love to put stuff up that'll get a big conversation going. And Blabbermouth is full of uh, far left and far right. And they're always clashing. They always do shit like this. They even put up, um, what was the big news? The Will Smith thing. They threw They, they, they found a way to throw that in there because they know it would start a big conversation. Blabbermouth are very smart people. Yeah. You know exactly how to trigger people. You know? It's
0: like it's like two days in a row. I saw Ted Nugent says Eddie Van Halen's the greatest guitarist you ever seen. And then I see the other one, a Joan Jett fires back at Ted Nugent, but Ted Nugent was
2: right on both. <laughs> like oh, 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 yeah, let's touch on that. Now, now here's the thing. I mean, whether you like Ted Nugent or not, how the fuck can you disagree with that? All right, here's the deal. They put Joan Jett in the top guitar players. No matter what you think of Joan Jett, and I happen to love Joan Jett. Me too. She's a rhythm guitar player. She's not, you know, a lead. She's you know, there's far more uh, deserving people, which Ted Nugent was uh, talking about. Now, for me personally, and this is pure logic and science, if you're going to put Joan Jett on that fucking list and not Malcolm Young, who's Ah, greatest. The greatest fucking rhythm player ever. Come on, man. Yeah. Not, I mean, wh- what the fuck, man?
0: I would just think yeah, that Malcolm Young should be on that. You just said that. Isn't that basically thinking,
2: fucking
1: Rolling Stone, man? I'm telling you, dude, they're the fucking lamest, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. Rolling Stone Magazine. They're, 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 they've always been the enemy, and that's why it gets me. You know, I, I'll admit it, it's my fault. It drives me crazy when I see people bitching about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame every year. It's like, yeah. Do you understand they're the fucking enemy? It's like Jews for Hitler. Right. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? They're the enemy. Why do you need their acceptance? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is your goddamn record collection, and you induct them with your wallet. Period. Logic. And I will continue bitching about it like a little schoolgirl uh, till, till, till it's fixed. And that means I'm never going to stop bitching about it because it's never. Uh, yeah.
0: Are you going to watch <laughs> it to watch Judas Priest, or are you just not? You're going to skip
2: it. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to watch it live while it happens. I'll watch it, you know, when they show it on. When, oh, watch them playing with you know on Blabbermouth. Yeah. But that's another thing. It's like, oh, what if they get KK back? Who gives a fuck? <coughs> the only way I'll care if they get KK back is if they get them back and continue playing with them yeah. after they play to the enemies. Because if you get KK Downey back just to play to the rock and roll thing, and then kick him to the curb, to me, that's more insulting. I'd rather not him come back for just a show for the enemies.
0: Yeah, that would be cool if, like, they get on stage with him, and they go, man, we miss you, dude. And then they go, you know what? Just come back. We need you. <laughs> but I don't know if that'll happen.
2: <laughs> it's not going to happen. Brian egos. Well, no, it's not Judas Priest. It's not. Dude, if it was up to Halford and Ian Hill, KK will be back in a heartbeat. But KK made the fatal mistake of bashing the manager, who not a lot of people know this, but she's a Yoko Ono. She's the mm-hmm. one that, uh, I believe, is either married or dating Glenn Tipton. And she's caused so much bullshit. And when he badmouthed her, she's the one stopping him from coming in. So even if Rob wants him in or... Ian, it ain't gonna happen because the manager. I'm telling you, man. Rob may be gay, but he's still pussy whipped.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> shit, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that the manager is dating. Yeah. The manager is fucking the whole band up.
2: I think she's married to Glenn Tipton. I, I think so. Oh, and it's like- uh, I love KK, but yeah, KK has said some stupid shit. You know, you should just shut up already. But you know, I mean, to me, look, man. Fine, I saw Judas Priest without KK, without Glenn the last time. Amazing, amazing set list. But when I walked out, I didn't see Judas Priest, man. It's not Judas Priest without Glenn and KK and Rob. Those three, you can do without Ian Hill. I love Ian Hill, but come on, the guy's disposable. Those three, and those are the three that wrote all those metal fucking opuses. So without those two, it's not Judas Priest. There's so many bands out there that it's not not the band. You you go see rat. You didn't just see rat. If Warren D. Martini's not on that stage, that ain't fucking rat. You know, I mean, you name it. You name any fucking band, you know? It's like if they ain't all the original members that did all the killer classic shit, then it ain't it ain't shit, you know. Well even
0: Bobby Blotzer, you need him back too.
2: You know, I think he was a killer drummer. Hey, look. (laughs) It's never going to be Rat without the King, period. No, it's just not. It Rat is over. But you know, I saw Rat and they were damn good. But with Martini and I saw the I saw on video the the Rat without Martini. Man, that guitar player that replaced Martini is fucking believably great. The same thing with John Levin of Docking. That motherfucker is godly. But it's not George Lynch. No, it's not Warren D. Martini. Therefore, it's not Doc and it's not Rat, you know? It's just yeah. weird
0: that they bring George Lynch up for three songs <laughs> on Dockin. Like, yeah. But, why uh, don't you just kick John off the stage and just take over? Even George said that. You know, it is kind of weird. So, I think Eddie Trunk asked him that. Isn't that weird to watch somebody else play your songs? And he goes, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think it's amazing. how uh, so, so many people are bashing Bon Jovi, but not enough fucking uh, bashing on Don Dokken. I think, is the worst out of all of them. The guy's just talking on stage. Now, don't get me wrong, man. The guy, you know, went through cancer, went through hell. I get it. And he's going out there to pay the bills. But man, I don't hear enough bashing on that dude. And all I see is his Bon Jovi stuff. Now, all right, look, honestly, yeah, you all know I'm not a fan of Bon Jovi. uh, Which, by the way, I love Better Roses, though. (laughs) I'm kind of gay. But I've seen footage of Bon Jovi singing, and it's like, Dude, I, yeah, it doesn't sound like behind, but dude, it's not that bad. He's not up there just talking, you know, like Don Dogan does or croaking like Paul Stanley. I think he, I mean, he sounds bad, don't get me wrong, but he's not as bad as those two. No,
0: no but but at least Don says, yeah, I know my voice sucks, but get over it. <laughs> at least he like, he owned it. Paul yeah. Stanley will never say my voice sucks.
2: <laughs> oh. Paul Stanley's the biggest hypocrite ever, man.
0: Big time. Yeah, he said, if you can't uh, do it anymore, get out of the game. He's yep. still in there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, or, or oh, we're not uh, we're not like Rihanna and Madonna. We don't use tapes. And, and all right, Yeah, oh, he does. Uh, G Simmons came out saying, this is like several years ago. It's unfair to for bands to uh, use tapes and, and charge all this money. Put on the ticket. There is lip syncing. There are tapes used. That's what he said back then. Yeah. Now it's like yeah, it's, uh, kisses are this crazy. I Fair. there is no band more I'm ashamed to love than Kiss, and I still love them, but I am i I'm really ashamed, not only because of their antics, but the fan base are the most retarded people I have ever witnessed in the history yeah. of fandom. They they make Pantera and, and Slayer fans look look fucking good. They make Van Hagar fans
1: all right. I'm going a little too far. <laughs> Yeah, their legacy, man, is fucking just gone, dude. I mean, it's blown. I
2: mean, can
1: you imagine if Led Zeppelin continued, man? I mean, they quit at the right time, man. You bands like that, you know, they're legendary because, you know, that great fucking streak of music they had. They didn't burn out, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. Led Zeppelin's, uh, Led Zeppelin's like the only band I can think of that, really. It was legitimate and stuff. Pretty much so, yeah. And Rush.
0: Rush, Yeah. Speaking of uh, Rush, did you
2: get that box set? No, but I am going to get it. See, here's the thing, Mark. You bought it?
0: Yes. The only box that I bought that one and the uh, Black Sabbath Sabotage CD version. So
2: You know, um, I've learned uh, from, I got 2112 when it was new. I got Hemispheres when it was new, but I kind of like uh, Permanent Waves I'll, oh and, and Fairwater Kings too. But permanent waves, I didn't I I missed a boat on that. And then like seven months later, I was like, man, I gotta buy it. When I went to go buy it seven months later, it was like a hundred bucks cheaper on eBay. Oh so shit. So I'm I'm doing that for now on. I'm gonna get that rush box set in like seven months,
0: you know. Yeah, man. I see all the cool box sets you yeah, cool. have. Fuck! I want some of those. <laughs> Get them, man. I'm going to check all eBay. All the
2: rush ones. I even have. You know, it's a really good one that not a lot of people know of, but it doesn't have anything extra at all. Is uh the first album? First album. The first album has a box set, but it doesn't bring anything extra. But it's not 180 gram. It's goddamn 200 gram.
0: Yeah, they're they're. I got 2112 with the hologram. It's like 200 gram.
2: Yeah, yeah. but it brings like cool shit inside. But yeah. Nothing, uh, you know, not no extra bonus stuff, but yeah, it sounds uh, that is the best sounding rush out. My own is the first one, that two hundred gram. But man, fair. One, I mean, they all sound great. They all do sound great. But Why
0: aren't they like giving a like a good treatment to all the worlds of stage? That album, live album kicks ass.
2: Yeah, no, I I absolutely love that album. But yeah, that's a good question. I, I you know, and I'm not. It's not a popular opinion, but as much as I love all the Worlds of stage, I like Exit Stage laughing even more. There's something about that live album I absolutely love.
0: These, this that came in a box that is like double live from Toronto. It's freaking killer.
2: <laughs> it's not Exit Stage Left, though, right? No,
0: this is the cool. live YYZ in 1981. Oh, Cool, cool.
2: That's even better. Give me a different live, live show. I already, yeah. have, I already have all the world of stage. It'd be kind of a bummer if they threw that in there. It's like four records of that whole concert. Fuck. Yeah. And it came with the CDs, too. So it the it's cool. whole album? Yeah, it's like... I mean, the whole movie concert. concert. No, I'm saying, did they play... Oh, yeah,
0: let me see what do they got on here. They got The Camera Eye, uh, YYZ, um, and then on this one, Red Barchetta, Tom Sawyer, Vital Signs. Uh, Which I love... And that's about it. I'll yeah, see.
2: You know what? I don't think they played Witch Hunt on that tour. I saw them play Witch Hunt on the Signals tour.
0: Yeah, I saw them play Witch Hunt uh, on that uh, Time Machine tour.
2: Yeah, That's I it. saw that as well. But you know, I saw Moving Pictures twice. Damn, um, I fucking jealous. I saw, and one night, uh, this I, I I won tickets. This is a great story, by the way. I won tickets on the K one hundred two. See, back then there was no such thing as speed dialing, and I had that fucking phone number. You know, I was really good at winning tickets, mm-hmm. and I won tickets to get on the K one hundred two party bus to Lakeland, Florida, which is like four hours away. And me and my brother went, and let me tell you something. It was called the Party Bus for real because when we got on the bus, first of all, me and my brother smoked a lot of weed (laughs) before we got on the bus, you know, to be stoned. And we get on the bus and all of a sudden I'm like, man, I'm smelling, I'm smelling weed in here. And I looked to the front and the female DJ of that station, which I, weirdly enough, her name was Randy Rhodes too. Um, she was smoking weed in the front Then the guys next to us had hash So we were smoking and getting fucked up My my friend lent me his binoculars Back in the day I'm talking about old school shit you I, used to,
0: I used to rip binoculars from the concert venues I remember that Yeah
2: binoculars were a thing back in the day yeah. Yeah. And my friend lent me The binoculars So then while we were going to the show They stopped at this fucking uh like Little market They bought a keg of beer and I mean, we were partying hard. And you got to remember, I'm a little kid. I'm like 14 years old, and I'm getting fucking plastered. And I go to the show, and I, mo- I lose my brother because we're all fucked up. And the next thing I know, somebody's waking me up on the floor of the Lake <laughs> center. And this is before Rush came on, thank God. And my binoculars were gone, and it was my first- oh, man. dad was pissed. <laughs> But that's my story. And that night they played Camera Eye, but when I saw them at the Sportatorium, it was what would they played Beyond, Beneath, Behind? Yeah. And played, I forgot what else. That's so sure, here too. I'm sure that album you have as the intro to Working Man is reggae, right? Yeah, it's reggae. Yep. 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 That's the one thing I remember about that show because my friend Angel Marlowe was like, when they were playing that song, he was like, dude, that's Working Man. I go, it is. And then sure enough, yeah, they played. And then they went into the you know, so but yeah, sex
0: One Armageddon Battle of the Mind by Tour and the Snow Dog in the End in the Mood Grand Finale, and then it ends with La Villa Strange Auto. On this, so those one, are two separate shows. Um, says live YYZ 1981, that's all it says. I think it's two different days, but they're freaking it's like this is like one of the best live concerts I've heard by them, besides art. besides the freaking uh, Live in Rio. It's well, awesome. And Exit Stage Left is awesome too.
2: They did two legs of uh, yeah. the Pictures Tour. And I saw them both. And I know Camera Eye wasn't played at the sports tour but it was played. I don't like that song, dude. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and and when I went to go see uh Rush for the last time, I flew to New Orleans. Uh and me and Ian saw it. They played Camera Eye. And I love that they played it because I still was having a good time. Knew it was the last time I was gonna see Rush, but I was like, I wish it would have been something else, but it's hard to complain. Well, you're seeing Rush when you know it's the last time. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, man. You saw the R40. I couldn't get into the forum. It was sold out, and I couldn't get tickets. It was like out of my price range. What a bummer. Like, fuck, yeah. I saw I saw
2: Clockwork Angels. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I saw that twice. That came down here twice. One at an amphitheater, one at uh, the, the BTT Center. Yeah, that was another. And it was identical. They didn't change anything on both those nights. And what the fuck is wrong with Alex Lyson That Envy of
0: None sucks?
2: <laughs> what, what, what is that?
0: He's got a new band called Envy of None with a female singer. It's like fucking, it's like the Cure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's it's definitely a yeah. new
2: wave.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah.
2: Like Changed. the Cure, but I don't like that. It's horrible. All right, wait, 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 wait! I, I see something amazing behind Jerry there.
1: What's that? that
2: fucking flock from album, dude. <laughs> I just got it in yesterday and
1: I haven't yeah. listened to it yet. Still that right
2: song, uh, Brace for Impact, to me, I, I think it's the greatest Slotsman Jetson song ever.
1: Really? Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that, it. except awesome. I haven't got to it yet.
2: That whole album rolls right on, man. It's <laughs> like, did you ever hear Alex Lifeson's
0: Victor album? That was horrible. Too. I own it. I
2: own it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually own that on CD. I saw it like for a buck. Yeah, I didn't like it. And, and somebody did donate for me to do a track by track. That against My Favorite Headache from Getty Lee, which that one I kind of liked. Yeah, great. My
0: Favorite Headache, I got that in vinyl. I love that album.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I wish I wish they, those two would get together and just make music. Don't call it Rush. Just just get together with another drummer and call it yeah, a different get, band. Get Ricky, That'd be cool. Get Mike Portnoy, you know, make a new band. That guy's in a million bands anyways.
2: Oh, uh, man, they should get Ricky Rocket. <laughs>
0: Uh, Ricky Rocket and freaking, uh, what's the bass player of a uh, and Bobby Doll. Bobby Doll. Bobby Doll. <laughs> the best bass player ever, right? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. All right, man. Nah. Uh, let's get into our uh, top 10 driving songs. Let's start with you, Ralph. What's your number 10?
2: All right. I, I, I had to write this down. I'm going to give you a couple of my honorable mentions, though, that suck that I leave these off. Uh, I Speed at Night from Dio, Metal Thrash and Mad Anthrax, Slow Ride, Foghat, and Under My Wheels, Alice Cooper. absolutely love all those songs, but they didn't make it, man. At my number 10, it's uh, Primal Fear with Road to Asylum. That is my number 10. Yeah,
0: I never heard that. I need to check out that band because you got me in a lot of good music. I love me some Primal Fear. Nice. What about you, Jerry? What's your number 10?
1: Uh, my number 10 is Highway Star by Deep Purple, man. There's a lot of Deep Purple tunes that I wanted to put on there, but I thought that was probably the coolest driving tune by him. So that's my yeah. number
0: 10. I put my number 10 as Sammy Hagar. I can't try 55. <laughs> <laughs> Not wasting any time, are you? <laughs> no, and that's all the Sammy you'll get.
2: <laughs> so what's your number nine, Ralph? Uh, Raven, get your motor running. I know, you know Raven's I, awesome. Yeah, even if you know Raven, they have so many albums that's kind of one on one of those later albums that nobody knows about. So I, I'm sure you guys haven't heard it, but I recommend you and everybody watching now check out that song. Shit, check, check out every song I mentioned.
0: Yeah, man. I, I want to check out the Flunks Wait, of the Jets you, and behind them, too. Do you have
2: a number 10? Uh Mark?
0: Yeah, it said Sammy Hager. I can't drive 55.
2: <laughs> yeah, you keep picking up. I don't know what. <laughs>
0: All right, And then we get to our number nine. What's your, oh, you already said your number, what's your number nine, Jerry? Birds in the Rue Morgue, Iron
1: Maiden, dude. The Killers is the best fucking Iron Maiden album. Uh, Great song to fucking jam to and sing when you're fucking cruising, man. Love it. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait a second. I thought this was songs about driving. Songs
0: you like to drive to. That's what that's what I meant. Well,
2: yeah. you know what? I I miss <laughs> but every song I wrote is great to drive to. Yeah. All right, right on.
0: And then I I picked my number 9 is Heart Barracuda, that fucking riff, it just makes you go a million miles an hour. <laughs>
2: that song never gets old. No, no,
0: hell no. I'm seeing her on Tuesday uh, next Tuesday. Ann cool. Wilson. Ann Wilson.
2: One of my favorites.
0: Yeah, her oh. new album's pretty good, man. Uh Brian uh Davis of the the bad beat and the damn good movie memories told me last night when I was listening to a show that, yeah, the new Alan Wilson album is really good. I love that dude. That dude's yeah. awesome. He fucking rules, dude. <laughs> and then we get to our number eight. What's
2: your number eight, Ralph? Uh, man of War, Wheels of Fire. I'm talking about just songs about driving. That song is just nah. fast. So I fucking love Man of War. Oh, man. That Wheels of Fire is the shit. It even starts with a car revving up and shit. Just a badass song. Love
0: it. And then what's your number eight,
1: Jerry? Well, I'm going to stick with Iron Maiden and go and run to the hills, man. I mean, fucking galloping beat to it. You can't help but fucking rock in your car and listen to it, man. Uh, it's the second best Iron Maiden now, number of the Beast. Fucking Killers and Beast are every song. Well, not every song, but majority of them fucking just are you listening to, jam and rock to, and drive and just fucking have a good time, man. You didn't pick your favorite,
0: Blaze Bailey? No, <laughs> I'm
1: starting to like him now. Though I, I know I'm
2: gonna get shit for that, but I'm starting to like his two yeah. albums now. I never I give you before. shit for anything you like, man. <laughs> I, I thought Blaze Bailey was great with Iron Maiden live; much better. It was I never saw him with the. I saw him with Blaze, and it was fucking awesome. I mean, the, the album just didn't capture it. You know,
0: that's what my friend Eric Swinson said. He said, "You ever seen him live with Blaze in a in a small club? It was awesome." I go, "No," and so I did. But uh, my number eight is Led Zeppelin communication breakdown, man. That's <laughs> great song. Another song you just you notice you're going 90 and you go, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dun no, no no dun You're just like Whoop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and what's your number seven, Ralph? My number seven is Rainbow with Death Alley Driver. Ooh, it's kind of cool, like Highway Star Part Two. I love. Rainbow with Jolyn Turner. Love me it. Me too. And I do I, too. Of course, I love the do one the best, but I Rainbow to me is one of those rare bands that never made a bad album. I, I
0: like, like all their albums. I've yeah,
2: me too. So yeah, Death Valley Driver. And goddamn, do I love that video where Richie Blackmore is in the back of the car instructing the guy to run over Joe lynn Turner on a motorcycle? One of the yeah. coolest videos ever. And then they go into the guitar solo, and there he is the whole band in a graveyard, it's fucking epic, man. And it's cheesy, early MTV type video, which are my favorite videos. Oh, yeah. Even the Judas
0: Priest hot rocking, right? Oh, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, hot (laughs) rocking, honestly, I think the second half of hot rocking is the coolest Judas Priest video. When they get out of the gym, when it's (laughs) all fire, and the headbanger with the maiden shirt, and they're fucking Dude, that part was epic, man. It makes up for that, that fucking <laughs> Yeah,
0: well, my number seven is Golden Earring, Radar Love, and honorable mention to the White Lion version. I think the White Lion version has a better drum solo to me. That, that's
2: a driving car song, right? Yeah, Radar Love. Right on.
0: I, like, I love Golden Earring, man. I think nobody talks about Golden Earring that much. I don't
2: know enough about them. I just know Twilight Zone and Radar Love. Yeah, Bullet Hits Me the too. Bone.
0: Bullet Hits the Bone rules, man. They're a great band.
2: Isn't Bullet hit the bone, Twilight Zone. Yeah,
0: that's Twilight Zone. Bullet Hits the Bone. Yeah, that's a great song. And then we get to our number six. What's your number six, Ross? How about
2: my number seven? Oh, your
0: number seven. What's your number seven?
1: <laughs> I'm going to slow it down a little bit, man. But it's awesome song at night if you're fucking driving. Spiral Architect by Black Sabbath. Ooh. <laughs> fucking just great to chill to, man. And just think while you're driving. Love that song. Love that fucking album, dude. Sabbath Bloody Sabbath oh, yeah. rules.
2: Masterpiece.
0: Yes. Yeah, man. I need to get into the Tony Martin, uh, era of Sabbath because I like your interview and I like that solo album. I bought that solo yeah. album because of your interview. <laughs> I Go, this album rules. Wasn't
2: that? Yeah, that album rules indeed. Album fucking rules, it man. Fucking blew my mind how good it was. You know. Yeah. So far, it's
0: my favorite album this year. Nice. And then we get to our number five. What's your number five,
2: Ralph? Oh, wait, You're number on six, six, man. Number
0: six. Sorry.
2: <laughs> number six. No, a lot of people won't know this, too, because people will not accept Skid Row without Sebastian Bach, but Skid Row has got a song called Let's Go that is probably like my third or fourth favorite Skid Row song ever. It's so good. And yeah, it's a song about driving, but man, it rocks so fucking hard. I love Let's Go from Skid Row. That is my number six.
0: Is that on uh, Johnny Salinger? the, the yeah, Johnny
2: Salinger. It's one of the EPs. I think those last two EPs were fucking phenomenal.
0: Oh, they ruled. I have them both. Because yeah. you talked about them so much, I went and bought them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. know, the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, the greatest podcast ever. You are part of the podcast, Kings. You know, you're voting.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm just happy I beat Terrence. <laughs> uh, i i think i got to the the i went to, i won the first round second round i lost but at least i won a round <laughs> so, that was pretty cool mark and terrence experience oh god please don't oh, that gives me flashbacks fucking uh it's like i'm in <laughs> vietnam going oh fuck
2: terrence oh stop Terrence, <laughs> terrence is like, oh yeah you're gonna fire me right <laughs> well, I'm gonna start my own and destroy the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Seven, se- seven or eight podcasts later. What yeah, that,
1: that worked out.
2: Yeah. Reardon <laughs> and friends, where he never had anybody on. He has no friends. No uh, he's uh, uh, whatever, man. Fuck that. That, that fucker racist. keeps trying to message me on fucking sock puppet accounts. I keep fucking blocking him. He's, a, a, racist. Fucking, he's a racist piece of shit. And if anybody wants, of 28 minute rant of him doing saying racist shit on video, I, will I know.
1: I heard I, it. A lot
2: of people been asking for, it and I've been sending it to everybody. And for that guy to deny that he's racist, and the funniest denial is that he wasn't fired. We fired him <laughs> on the air where he begged to stay on the show and even said, "Sign a petition for me to stay." I know. <laughs> Not one motherfucker fucking signed him. There was no petition. Because nobody cares. This guy fucking whatever. Fuck him. Fucking me-
0: racist piece of shit. And fucking another <laughs> thing I have flashbacks is fucking Andrew Jacobs being on the show. What the fuck was I thinking? Oh, see, I don't best, know that
1: dude.
2: The best thing is where Terrence uh, had had the podcast uh, YouTube page gone. You know, he made it get deleted or whatever. Where then we opened another one with even more subscribers. Like, you didn't win with us. Every time. I try. But my favorite is when they blocked it. I had so many fucking Andrew Jacob videos. He fucking wrote Terrence. Thank you. Thank you so much for getting it down. <laughs> all those turtle videos are gone.
0: My God. That dude was like fucking Prozac <laughs> listening to him. Him and Terrence both were Prozac. I just got, you know what? I'm going to admit it. I got Andrew Jacobs on there because I got fucking shared the show so much. I got fucking downloads. <laughs> fuck that guy. I'm fucking, I, I fucking, I was an idiot. And and fucking Lee Sinclair, like another bad co-host on the free forum. You warned me about her. Fuck. I should have listened to you the first time I fired her ass. I did. You warned me. He said, don't, don't mess with Lee Sinclair. She's an idiot. She's wow. I do not remember her at all. Yeah. You remember all. she was a DJ on that metal station. You told me to stay I away from her. She's bad news. Really,
2: I don't remember her at all.
0: Yeah, you told me to stay away from her. I should have listened, and <laughs> I fired her, dude. I said, you know what? I'm getting Lee. I'm getting the real Lee here. Fuck you. All you want to do is metal all the time. I can't fucking. Re-. And then when I do a non-metal album, you go, it's okay. It sucked. And she never did her homework, even on metal albums. I go, fuck. I'm gonna redo all her episodes, the Queensrÿche episodes, and fucking any, everything with her with Lee, because Lee's more entertaining than she was. Fuck! Well, I love Lee.
2: I mean, say what you want about her. At least she was better than Terrence. I don't even remember. Oh her. <laughs>
0: yeah, she was better than Terrence. But uh, you warned me about her. I should have listened. Uh, and it, I,
2: mean, so, I have so many dick weeds that you know I have problems with that I just forget a lot of them. There's so many. You
0: know? Oh man! Well, you get a lot of pickle whistlers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> love that fucking word, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Ian was the one. See, here's the, the 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 genesis of pickle whistler. Ian was the one that brought it up like when we were doing a podcast with Greg Barnes he called him a pickle whistler and I was like that is the greatest shit ever so I stole from him but then later somebody sent me a link in the urban dictionary that it is a term I guess Ian got it from there so all this time I thought Ian invented it where he probably didn't wasn't aware that it's part of the urban dictionary oh, man. Man,
0: you should get Greg Barnes back on an episode
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, called, Actually, I'm sure I love that guy
0: yeah, man. He doesn't like me because I was friends with Terrence for a while, but Terrence is the one who brought him into my life. So I don't fucking know. Uh and then we you did your number six. You did your number six. Uh, I didn't do my number six yet. Okay. Well, my number six is my number six. Is, okay, go for it. Just <laughs> hit me twice, bro. Uh Not rip, trying it out, my,
1: rip It Out. Ace Freely, man.
0: Oh, that's a great song.
1: Best kiss album, period. Um, yeah. The every fucking album. song on that album rules. I mean the
2: best album with the KISS logo is the Ace Failure album.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Better than every Kiss album. I got those albums for a dollar
0: unopened at freaking a thrift store and I've only listened to the Ace one. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the only one really to listen to.
0: Yeah, man. I I know you guys like Peter Chris. I like I love him. his voice.
2: Best I like voice Baby in Driver
0: now. I didn't used to like Baby Driver, I like Baby Driver now, and I like a couple more songs by him. I
2: love his solo album now that everybody hates. I, I I used to hate it with a passion, but I'm I'm getting old, dude. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's really appealing to me now. I, I absolutely love it, except for like two three tracks, but yeah.
0: anyway. Well, my number six is like when I used to get stoned and drive like high on weed. Riders of the Storm, dude, by the ah, Doors. Man. That's a good <laughs> one, dude. Yeah. My God, that song fucking rules. Jim Morrison rules. I have a friend at work. She says every time the doors come on, she turns them off. And I go, you're crazy. <laughs> I go, God, I don't know how you can't like Jim Morrison's voice. It's like, it's butter. Fucking <laughs> like wrote great lyrics. So then we get to our number uh, five. What's your number five, Ralph?
2: All right, dude, uh, i got to get some of the drinks. So I'm going to give you my number five and then run to my kitchen. Okay. And I'm sure both of you don't know this because this is such an obscure band. But I highly recommend go on YouTube and look this up because this song is absolutely gold. It's a band called Ivory Tower and the song is called Ready to Roll. You gotta hear this song. Tell me that ain't a badass driving song. I'll be right back.
0: I'm gonna write that (laughs) shit down right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ivory Tower.
0: So what's your number uh, five, Jerry? Highway the Hell ACDC. Why didn't I pick that? (laughs)
1: I mean, come on. I don't need to say nothing about that song. That song's fucking rules.
0: God dang. Highway to hell, dude. It's like, I know... Well, he's not here. Uh, Ralph explained how, like, when he first heard Bon Scott, he sounded like an alien. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) fuck, man. That guy was a poet. Him and David (laughs) Lee Roth can write the best double entendres. (laughs) It's like nobody could write like fucking Bond scott and it just sucks that uh brian johnson he wrote a lot of like uh back in black but he hasn't wrote anything since <laughs> it's like malcolm and and angus like an a- acdc
1: rules man i mean the only band that can make a fucking bagpipe cool i mean come on yeah you i know? play
0: i i, I always had to play an acdc songs i had two shows on that metal station dot com I, on tuesday nights 8 p.m pacific 11 p.m uh eastern i play an acdc song sometimes i'll play two acdc songs and i'll always play a rush song and the cult <laughs> like, i want people to hear the cult it's like i love the cult i think they're not talked about enough but um i'll get into my number five which you already picked i picked deep yeah. purple hype
2: jerry yeah you were, uh, oh, check it out, dude. Check out my boxes You uh, like? <laughs> well, yours was Highway to Hell, ACDC, right? Yeah. Yep. What did I miss, Mark? What was
0: yours? Oh, I haven't said it yet. Okay, cool. I was talking about how you you talked about Bon Scott, how, like, when you first heard of him, you thought he was an alien. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, my friend
2: bought uh, If You Want Blood back in 1978. Great live go- album. Yeah, I was like, man, the band is good, but God, I don't like this guy's voice. <laughs> and now it's like, he's like, <laughs> I just did an episode of my favorite singers and he was on. He's one of my favorite, and definitely my favorite lyricist. I was just stupid. The first time I heard Fair Warning, I read it. Damn! Oh, man. Fair Warning is my favorite Van Halen album. <laughs> <laughs> well, many people think the same thing. It's fucking rules. Mine's, mine's OU812. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. Why did that get, we didn't record that (laughs) oh my god man Gary the greatest rock and metal combat podcast episode was with Mark OU812 and we lost it I'm telling you I think it was the best episode we ever did Mm -hmm. well
0: fucking Eric RMCD Jordan and freaking uh, Edwin Ganistracci are going to have me on a 5150 episode with Ian (laughs) I'm going to fucking get lambasted (laughs) on that episode (laughs) Cause,
2: you know, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm, the okay. nice one. I'm the one that hates bands, but not fans. But Ian wants uh, Sammy Hagar fans to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, We yeah, don't need see, to get into that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nice guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I, I, did I say my number five? I said no. Highway no. Star. Highway okay. Star by Deep Purple is my number five. Jerry right earlier. That's all. I'm just fucking rules. Ian Gillen. Ah, fucking... Dude, I I, I've seen them twice and they fucking rule both times.
2: I just saw like I just saw Deep Purple two months ago.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah, I saw your little video coming up. And Ian, too bad he can't do child
2: in time anymore, man. That would rule. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I the the Born Again album destroyed his voice because he was screaming his ass off on it. Because I saw I saw perfect, I saw the Born Again tour and then I saw Perfect Strangers like a year later, and they did do Child in Time, but he, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. I mean, he was able to do the, ah, but not the, ah, that part, you know, it's understandable, man. I mean, a lot of people get bashed with these singers that can't sing anymore, but goddamn, listen to what they did when they were young. How, how do you expect them to, how do you expect, expect Ian Gillen to still sing like he used to when he was doing shit like, like Bloodsucker and Child and Time. You know, it's like, come on, man. There's no way. Uh, That's a young man can only do shit like that, you know? How does Glenn Hughes still do it, though? Oh, that guy's fucking timeless, dude. Glenn Hughes, to me, is what they say about everything. There's an exception to every rule. Yeah. Glenn Hughes, one of those guys that does hit those notes, but it wasn't as strenuous as Gillen. But still, he's amazing. Yeah, Glenn Hughes, Robin Zander, Steven Tyler. Robin Zander, oh, yeah. I'm going to see
0: Aerosmith in Vegas in July.
2: Well, I'm telling you, I saw, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, Stephen Tyler still got it, man. Perfect.
0: Yeah. And then we get to our, uh, number four. What's your number four, Ralph?
2: Number four. Oh, Iron Horse from Motorhead. Oh, that's a great song. Fuck yeah, man. Ferociously stoned. Again, these are all songs about driving, but yeah, that, that, that is one of my favorite songs, period. Not one of my favorite Motorhead songs, just one of my favorite songs, period. There's a vibe. There's a such an organic, uh, so real, but Motorhead was so real. But Iron Horse, especially the, the Live at Hammersmith version, forget it. I had it. I mean, believe me, I had to put it really high on the list.
0: Yeah, again, with the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, you got me into Motorhead. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I need to get that live at Like I hear you lick that ass of that dude, album. Is yeah, that yeah, that, that <laughs> is the greatest
2: <laughs> Motorhead album, hands down.
0: I need to get it. I only have like three. I think I have 1916, the first one and another, an Iron Fist. Only oh, three Iron like. Fist is awesome. Yeah. And then uh, what's your number four, Jerry? I didn't skip you uh, last time.
1: Probably the, probably the most, one of the more poppy pre-songs, but Living After Midnight. Um, I, have, I have to rewind that like two or three times after listening to it. If I can't get enough of it while I'm driving. I mean, love the fucking opening riff. It's a legendary fucking opening riff. Um, like I said, it's one of the more poppy songs, but I fucking love it. One of the greatest bands ever. Yeah, I,
2: I agree. How is it that nobody knew Rob Hoffer was gay where in Living After Midnight he says, I set my sights and oh, oh man. The people I hung
0: out with at my first job, they said, you didn't know Rob Halford was gay when he sang Exciter? <laughs> there you go. I'm a no. turbo lover, man.
2: Hey, what, what, what's the connection <laughs> with gay and Exciter? I don't know. They the to your knees and repent
0: if you please? Yeah, I me. Mean, I have no idea. They said they knew he was gay when they heard Exciter.
2: <laughs> Dude, you, I mean, grinder looking for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other songs, Jawbreaker. You know, yeah. when I found out he was gay, I was
1: surprised for like two seconds. <laughs> like, well, dude. you know,
2: uh, he he used to hang out at this club down here called the uh, the Treehouse. I'm talking about 1982 around there. A friend of mine told me, "Go, dude, Rob Hofford hit on me in the bathroom." And it, this was back in '82, so it was like pretty well known. Dude, how is
0: Rob still hitting those notes? I just saw him uh, like, a like couple months ago, dude.
2: Yeah, that, he- that, that's a freak of nature, too. Because That's even more bizarre, because on the Angel Retribution tour, his voice sucked. And that whole tour, it wasn't sounding good. Now he's really good again. Yeah, I saw them three times. I saw them with uh, Deep Purple, and then I
0: saw them with Uriah Heap opening for them. I didn't like Uriah Heap. They were kind of boring to me on stage, but Rob kicked ass. And then I saw them again a couple months ago, and, and with Queensryche and Toddletorius Rules. But... uh fuck. He, he, he gets down and he does a yeah. and he gets a guttural scream going. It's like,
2: yeah. It's like, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> but I wish I would have seen the fool Judas Priest man, like you did.
2: Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, man, that would have rocked. Uh, every every tour up to uh, Painkiller. uh, they it, uh, Dude, I'll tell you, man, this is the truth. When I I was so close the first time I saw him at at the Sunrise Musical Year Screamer for Vengeance, this is a true story. When Rob Hoffer was screaming the song center, I literally saw the, the speakers shaking. I mean, these are big fucking 100-pound speakers, and I saw them shaking. That's how insane his vocals were back then.
0: That's yeah, so cool. I wish I would have took out, like, uh, Painkiller and put it in another classic song. though. <laughs> you know, I know they have to do Painkiller because that's uh, what Travis's first album with them, you know, and he's the one promoting it. What do you want to hear? And everybody goes painkiller, painkiller. You know, it's like,
2: you know what Ingvae Momsen says? What? That painkiller is a, a drum machine. A <laughs> drum machine?
0: <Yeah.
2: laughs> Shit, I don't There's think no so. A drum machine? No, I don't think so either. But Ingvae Momsen said that.
0: Oh my god! So you did your number four, right, Jerry? Yeah. Okay, my number four is Metallica battery. This is I put Master of Puppets on. That whole album makes me go a million miles an hour. Even Orion. <laughs> it's like oh fucking orion rules oh my god oh, my favorite metallica song yeah yeah I, it's one of mine but battery is like don't, don't get this up about all right <laughs> i gotta watch my speed because i'm fucking going 100 oh, what the fuck is going on uh, my wife loves old metallica too and she loves rush a woman who loves rush that's why i married her
2: that's
0: uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, yeah. yeah you don't find women like even rush direct joked about it Oh, we saw three women in the audience tonight. That's pretty cool. (laughs) But uh, battery just rules. And then we get to number three. What's your number three, Ralph? Oh, my God,
2: this one, man. Trashed by Black Sabbath. The sick-ass screams Dylan does on that song. And that song, again, you know, it's about drinking tequila and driving a car and crashing and dying. Fucking awesome, man. Born Again is a a godly album. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and he found he found the tapes to that. So I hope he does a remaster.
2: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Tony Tony is gonna do it. I mean, when he first found it, he said, oh, "I might do something with it." And everybody's like, "Oh, it's coming! It's coming!" It's like he said he might. It's like this whole Van Halen thing with Satriani. It's like, dude, it's it's in the the embryonic stage. It doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Just Jason said people just love to jump, but. Iomi did come out saying, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm like, fuck yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you this, man. I don't have a problem with the production, though everybody does. I absolutely love the sound of that album because it's dirty and dirty and it matches the music. And Trash is a goddamn masterpiece. And I saw the Born Again tour and they didn't play Trash. And they never played Trash ever. The song that starts the album, the single for the album, and it was never played live. How crazy is that?
0: Nah, it's fucked up, man. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh, and then we get. What's your number three, Jerry? Uh, my number three song: fucking Tommy, fucking Shaw,
1: Renegade, dude. Uh, Great song. Fucking guy rules. I love Tommy. I'm not too crazy about the current Sticks lineup, but man, dude, they ruled. I saw them a few
0: months ago. You dude, just, why do they have just, to? Why do they have to fucking add another guitar? Player? I knew you were going to say that. You hate that other guitar. He <laughs> adds do. to the sound. At least they don't have like a tape. <laughs> they playing. sounded
1: good without that.
0: They know. did, but it's fine, dude. I love that last album,
2: Crash the Crown. I'm going to see Sticks with Ario and Loverboy soon, and uh, it's the first time I'm going to see Ario since the High Infidelity tour. Dude, I saw
0: Ario a few months back. Uh, the guitar player, what I can't remember his name right now.
2: Dave Amato? Or Dave like Amato, that? yeah.
0: He had COVID, so they went acoustic. I was so fucking pissed, because I love Dave Amato. I love Gary Rishoff a lot better. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Gary Rischoff's a god, and nobody gives him any credit. Fucking Golden Country. I know you love that song. <laughs> fucking it. song, it's Rules. Epic. Fucking epic. And fuck. Ario, too. Fucking Rules. Yeah. But uh, they went acoustic, and Kevin said, this is probably the only time you're going to see his acoustic, so you're getting a special show. Girl, I don't want a fucking special show. But it was cool. It, his son's band, he has a, a band with his sons in it that opened for him. They fucking sucked. They were like y- bad yacht rock. <laughs> <His, laughs> oh, son? Kevin, Kevin Cronin's Cronin. sons They fucking sucked. I was like, is this over yet? No, you're playing another song?
2: No, no, Stop! You're killing me! Yeah, I heard all they did was Van Hagar songs. My uh, <laughs> God! So I'm gonna
0: have to get tickets because Ario sticks and fucking Lover. I want to see Lover Boy. I like Lover Boy. I don't care what anybody says. I, I love Lover Boy. Seen
2: Lover Boy. I like that song. Uh, Only the lucky ones, and I like "Turn Me Loose."
0: Yeah, I I like freaking loving every minute of it. I like fucking uh, <laughs> when it's over.
2: <laughs> Just kidding, dude. You know I'm gonna go see them at this amphitheater. That, dude, every time I go there, I get a ticket outside for 10 bucks. Nice. So I don't buy tickets to that amphitheater at West Palm Beach.
1: Yeah, yeah I, went there when it was, I went there when it was the Coral Sky Amphitheater when it just opened up. What's it called now? Yeah,
2: yeah, that's the one. Yeah, what's the it fun. called now? Do you know? Oh, no, I don't know. It changes <laughs> I don't know what it's called now. I've been to Florida once in 1987.
0: I went to Disney World, and it was fucking humid as fuck. I was dying. It rained, and I was still fucking sweating. Do you remember what month that was? No, I don't remember what month it is. Oh, it, it had to be in the summer. I think yeah, it was in I the summer.
2: There was a summer day in 87. I live about four hours away from Disneyland, but yeah. I still smelled something funny. <laughs> Your hygiene sucks, Mark.
0: Oh, fuck no. I take a shower once a week. <laughs> All right, well, my number three is uh, Judas Priest, heading to the highway, heading up to the highway. I love A that driving song. song. That's a yeah. fucking great driving song. That's the first song that got me into Judas Priest when we did the fucking uh, we <coughs> redid the Judas Priest. That was my episode number three with Bushy and Bushy. Fucking Millie Vanilli, dude. I don't know. Uh, fucking um, I oh, I love that guy because he's so bizarre. I love him too, but fucking. When you just put that video up with fucking Lee going bushy, 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 <laughs> and he's fucking giving the metal horns so or he's throwing up on um, good whiskey. I go, I'm going to rock and pod in 2023 and fucking teach bushy how to fucking hold his alcohol. Fucking he just <laughs> drinks beer. He doesn't, he's I guess he doesn't like out hard alcohol.
2: The great- That's all I
0: drink is hard alcohol because beer has too much carbs and I'm diabetic. <laughs>
2: so. The greatest uh, line in that video is when. Uh, Ian said, uh, "Bushy can't hold his liquor, uh, can't uh, can't handle his liquor or metal." <laughs> that shit was awesome. I like the one.
0: Uh, uh, I think it was a recent episode where where uh, Ian goes, "You can't tell me that I'm not a metal fan anymore, because <laughs> <laughs> you like something because yeah, uh, my Chemical Romance, my Chemical Romance. Hey, I like that album too." <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it reminded me of Queen. I don't know why it reminded me mm. of Queen. Hey, Jerry, are you a homophobe and you don't like me and Mark because we're gay and we like... <laughs> Is that why? Because both of you are here right in front of me right now. I'd be all over the place. Well, boat.
0: both of you guys like ghosts. I, I, you
2: <laughs> know what? I don't
0: hate them. I like rats. I do like a song by them. I just can't get into that guy's voice. Like, Dude, that's one of the best bands in the last 20 years. Dude. I, I, I think they are. I mean, as far as
2: popular bands go...
1: Yeah. they are the best they can fucking play metal pop fucking
2: everything yeah. they do it well i give them credit
0: because they're bringing rock into the spotlight that rock album
2: is phenomenal it yeah. is maybe yeah, i need to listen to more close.
0: maybe i need to do a deep dive and just like just get into it and just keep listening to it keep listening to it maybe i'll get into it but i tried with king diamond i i merciful fate king diamond i yeah. did do a deep dive and kept listening to it I can't. His voice is. Just, I yeah, just, no, King Diamond
2: is a very acquired. Yeah, but I tried because I wanted to like it. Because yeah, it's a like shame, it. because the thing about King Diamond is either you get it or you don't. If you don't get it, you're gonna hate it. If you get it, you're gonna fucking worship it. I just put i
0: I just put shit on Facebook to fuck with people. I just put I hate King Diamond. So and then I get all the comments. And I like it. It's like I agree, I disagree. I agree. That's what I do on Facebook. I just put things to pe- get people to talk. You know, I want people to talk. I used to do the politics, but fuck politics. Fuck politics. Yeah, fuck fuck politics. Fuck left. Fuck the right. Fuck the independents. Fuck the progressives. You guys are all fucking in it for power and money. Fuck the politics. But let's get out of politics right now. Let's get into our number two. What's your number two,
2: Ralph? Well, number two. My number two should be number one but it's not because my number one is a tie. I couldn't pick one over the other, but my number two is Highway Star. It should be number one because to me, it's the ultimate driving song. Um, just, uh, you know, it sounds like a motor. Uh, one of the greatest guitar solos ever. Highway Star is my number two, Deep Purple. That
0: was my number six. Number five, what was yours? Number ten. We all We, we all picked Highway Star. What's your number two, Jerry?
1: Ace of Spades, man. Fucking Motorhead, dude. Oh, I could pick cool picked 15,000 songs by them, but that song fucking makes me hit the gas pedal a little harder.
0: Well, for number two, I picked a whole album. Because this is a whole album I can't turn off once it starts. I got to drive to it. Van Halen 2. It's like Van Halen 2. I got to hear Light at the Sky. I got to hear freaking... Like get every song off there because it fucking rules. <laughs> like yeah, a lot, a lot of people give me shit one about that's my favorite Van Halen album. A people give me one of my favorite. But you put it I'm in the sorry. car, you don't turn it off. You just let it go
2: to that's the end. My second, that's my second Van uh, favorite. My Van, my favorite Van Halen albums are in order. My Man. favorite's the first one, then two, then Women, then Fair Warning, then diver Down, then '84. It's in that order.
0: It's like Van Halen 2, I Gotta Hear Fucking Beautiful Girls. It's a perfect summer driving song. It's the album. greatest summer album, period. I agree with you on that. <laughs> it's, just, it's like my so I'll I'll listen to it in the winter. I'll listen to this I'll listen to it through all seasons because it's just that good. Even fucking uh, You're No Good. He, I, I don't like fucking the original song. I love their version. <laughs> you know, I like David's freaking personality on that whole album. But you then, like Sammy too. You got to bring I, that. In. I like Sammy too. I like Sammy
2: too, but he didn't make a great summer album. <laughs> he didn't make hey, a great we, album. Period. Hey, but you heard he's his next one's the best thing he's ever done. That's what he said.
0: Hey, but I but he does have a great producer. Dave Cobb is a great fucking producer. I know you like one song off the new Slash album, but Dave Cobb produced yeah, that. I like that song. Yeah, when I first heard that album, I go, dude, this production's raw as fuck. I never heard Slash sound this raw. And we did a review on it on the Freeform Rock podcast. But I like uh, Miles Kennedy. I like Alter Bridge. I like Mike Mark Tremonti's a great guitar player. People give him shit because he's in Creed, but that fucker could play. If you ever listen to his band Tremonti, it's hard as fuck. It's like metal. And he even did a Frank Sinatra fucking album for charity for Down syndrome. All proceeds go to freaking. He does a Got You Under My Skin, and it sounds like Frank. I'm like, what the fuck?
2: Very cool, man.
0: Yeah, very cool dude, man. And then
2: we get to our number one. What's your number one, Ralph? It's a tie. Um, Hellbent for Leather from Judas Priest and Free Will Burning from Judas Priest. Oh, my God. That's great songs. I, I it, To me, I couldn't pick one over the other. It's- I wanted to pick Desert Plains, too. <laughs> Desert Plains is another fucking in burning rubber yeah. I my quest that's another driving song
0: Yeah, that was the first album that got me into Judas Priest's fucking point of entry
2: I have my favorite song off of Desert Plains yeah,
0: yeah. fucking great album what's your number one Jerry alright I'll probably get shit for this one too but fucking
1: Detroit Rock City ever since I've been driving I've been fucking I cranked that song up when it comes on or I have the CD or whatever you know- I think it's just the ultimate driving tune in my opinion
2: that's my favorite kiss song that Paul Stanley ever that sang. Uh, I know it's sure. a burnt out song and yeah, you know, whatever, but I think yeah. it's, it's the greatest Paul Stanley kiss song, I think.
0: Yeah, and then my number one, I, I had to pick Rush, Red Barchetta.
2: <laughs> that was originally, I don't know why I, I did have that in the honorable mentions, but I don't see it now there.
0: Red Barchetta right there from the box set. Right on. Oh, yeah. really? In yeah, the they put they put in the car drumsticks, guitar picks. No shit. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like the the guitar picks is from Eddie and Alex. They're still, they're still what? guitar picks. Oh, steel guitar picks. Yeah, they're fucking cool. And had the red you? I put it right in front of the box that I took it out of the box that I wanted to display it in the in the office here.
2: But you know, how Eddie and Alex uh, played steel guitar picks. Is that what they do? I don't that's...
0: know, but they're still guitar picks.
2: Very cool, man.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, If you guys check out that movie Metal Lords, that's a really good movie.
2: (laughs) I think you'd like
0: it. Ralph, Ralph Halford is in Metal Lords. Oh, I didn't like
2: that movie, dude. You didn't see it? Netflix movie? Yeah. Oh man, you didn't like it? No, man. To me, it was kind of like fucking Saved by the Bell with metal.
0: But at least they were.
2: I feel the same way about uh, uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai? Uh, I love Cobra Kai. Get rid of those kids and be a good show.
0: (laughs) All right, man. That was our uh, list of our top 10 driving songs. But uh, Ralph, man, we want to thank you for being on the show. And we want you to promote yourself. Promote yourself, brother.
2: All right. Uh, I got an awesome YouTube page called the Almost Human page. I got an awesome podcast called the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. And uh, that's it, man. You're
0: the podcast
2: kings, man. Come on. Yeah, we are the
0: podcast kings, you know. Come on, man.
1: The best. Yeah,
0: man. It's like uh, uh, Ian's on your coattails, man. I'm just joking. (laughs) Remember, remember, always put Ralph before Ian.
2: Yeah, my ego can't handle (laughs) us.
0: But, uh, man, thank you for being on here. And uh, we want you you guys to subscribe, uh, share the shit. You know, we won't. We're not getting many downloads lately, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. You know, we do this shit for free, and uh, usually I get really drunk on here, but I want to be a little sober with with Ralph. And uh, I just snorted fucking Fireball on the Freeform podcast. Fuck man, I fucking I snorted Fireball, man. Dude, oh, what, is it up? Yeah, it's... Uh, oh,
2: I'm going to put that on the podcast. I, uh,
0: I freaking, after I started it, I fucking shook my hand. I dropped it on the keyboard. You see me lifting up the keyboard. You see the liquid dripping off the keyboard. I'm uh, <laughs> no surprised it still works.
1: Well, <laughs> Look, and Mark well,
0: Daly took a still of it, and I used it as my freaking uh, uh, thing on Facebook. <laughs> I'm yeah. put that
2: one up as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Can I put that up, Mark. Yeah, I said you. You have permission, like Terrence said. What are you fucking with him? He's a good dude. I said, and I put, I get permission for them to put any fucking video they want on me. <laughs> Fuck that guy.
2: That's <laughs> an idiot.
0: Yeah, man. All right. Thank you,
2: Ralph. Thank you, well, wait, Jerry. Wait, wait, wait. I wait, do wait. want to plug another thing. Okay. There's a guy on YouTube called Sean Morris, who Terrence fucking hates. <laughs> Subscribe to that guy. He got a guy who rules. I'm <laughs> gonna go. I, you guys keep talking about it on the podcast. Sean I Sean Morris.
0: So I listened to that on the way to work, and then eight hours of work, I forgot what you said about Sean Morris, but I remember everything else. I need to freaking get him. Isn't he the guy who says something like you guys always say is memories shame, 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 shame. shame. shame.
2: <laughs> Constantly amazing. fashion Dennis Young and it drives Terrence nuts.
0: Oh fuck! <laughs> I love Dennis Young, but I ain't <laughs> gonna drive me nuts.
2: One of those. Uh, he loves, like, new sticks, and he's all about Tommy Shaw. And, and there, there I, I don't know which video it is, but there's a video of him uh, uh, going after Terrence, after something Terrence left him. It's the funniest video because it's, it's either his wife or his mom's in the corner, and he's just like, well, what are you going to do, Terrence? Are you going to hit me with a babes 50, uh, what is it, 45 single against the... <laughs> I told him. Me-
0: Tommy Shaw is my favorite member of Sticks, but I love Dennis also. Except that album, Desert, Desert Moon, fucking sucked.
2: <laughs> I, saw, I saw Dennis DeYoung right before the pandemic. And I don't know if you saw this. I met him. It was a fluke because this girl I know since high school was there, and she works for PBS, and she got me backstage, and, and I had a, a Kansas shirt on. And I got to talking to Dennis. He was so nice, and I told him, dude, I saw the very first Paradise Theater tour. At the Hollywood Sport time he remembered that. And then when we took a picture, he said, All right, everybody, let's sing Dust in the Wind.
0: <laughs> man, um, you always talk about the Hollywood Sport, sport you and Ruben Delarosa, man. That guy. Yeah, really... I love
1: that place. I fucking love that place. Man. What's his fucking... new name? Breed Lebowski? <laughs> <laughs> so the, park, the parking lot was a fucking mud ball, man. It was like a fucking muddy lake. Oh, time. you were there, Jerry, huh? I lived down south. I lived in West Palm. Oh, oh so shit! you you are aware it fucking, it fucking leaked, but it was still fucking hella cool, dude. I mean, last time I think the last concert I actually saw down there was Maiden. I think
2: I was there. Um, I was there. Yeah, I saw every Maiden tour there, which was Peace of Mind, Power Slave, Somewhere in Time, and Seventh yeah. Something. We're all at the sports. You really? remember
1: Ace Ace was supposed to open up for that. Fucking uh, seven
0: centaur, I think. Yeah, but. yeah, I saw Maiden for the first time and Fozzie open, and Fozzie sucked. Uh, God, that was like horrible. Well, you know what? Water's also wet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, <laughs> take it easy, man, and uh, make sure and subscribe and share.
1: Later, right, guys,
2: thanks, Ralph, man. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. You're
1: welcome. Thanks for
2: having me. I forgot
0: to say smack a gob. I did. I said
2: smack him a gob.
0: You interrupted him, Jerry. Jerk. Sorry. All right, okay. later, guys.
2: Bye. Later. Bye.